High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome, third wave feminist, manic pixie dream girls, cyber chicks, and the yoga crowd. Oh, and an extra special shout out to my friends in the band. This is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the Slumber Party's at my house this evening, where we'll be talking about 1999's American Pie. Definitely the iconic, and we'll use that word again, iconic teen sex film, teen sex comedy, I guess, from when I was growing up, from my generation. I think I said this last week, though, now it comes off a little bit, like, dated, a little controversial, but that stuff we'll get into today, and we're going to get into it with my good friend, Kyle Reinfried. You'll remember Kyle Reinfried as my co-host on PSI Love Hoffman here on the Cage Club Podcast Network. He was also featured on the first episode of this podcast for Better Off Dead, Always love talking to Kyle. We talk so much again today, which shouldn't surprise anyone really, but we talk so much that this is going to be a two-parter. So you get one slice of pie this week and one slice of pie next week. Hey, hey, hey! Don't think I forgot about your second homework assignment. Did anyone ask John Cusack to unblock me? No, because the blockade continues. I'm embargoed from John Cusack, if that's even a word. Well, the podcast Twitter feed is. So please, guys, get on that. I don't want to be on the outs with Cusack forever. That's going to stay a homework assignment until it's off the board, and our Twitter handle is free. Don't worry. We're not going to let a little miscommunication with John Cusack ruin our fun. So pack your favorite jammies, tell your mother you're sleeping over Brian's, because we're about to get our party on. So let's get to it with this track from every single American Pie trailer, Laid by James. Class dismissed. God, I cannot get this song out of my head, the, the, the trailer song to this movie, because I, I watched all the trailers before this, because 
I don't know. There's some funny, there's some funny uh, sequels that maybe we'll talk about later. But you know the song is like, "This bed is on fire, the passion of love." <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. every trailer ends with that song, but I don't think it's in this movie. It might be in Reunion, the fourth installment of the like OG cast. Films. That would make sense, or and again, I haven't seen any of those in a while, but. I would, if I were the filmmakers of American Pie, I would have brought that band in to be like the reunion band or yeah. even the wedding band, you know? I, if I was a betting man, like there's certain songs of like, you know, like, so for like the Friends theme song, I know, like, I, we're both big Friends fans. <laughs> I'll be there for you. Like, there's, you know, there's, the, like, the full song version of that. I could have sworn when that show ended they were going to play the whole thing. Yeah, you would think, but no. Like, a nice montage or, like, you know, whatever, you know, I forget exactly how that show ended, but I don't know. And then just played Friends. it through, played Ra- it through the got credits. The and I remember, this is, like, I mean, we're going to the TV category, but I remember the end of Full House, they all came out and bowed at the end. Of the series? Yeah, I mean, that's more with, like, real stage shows. Like, I think they did that with Fresh Prince and stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, that could have been done with Friends. That was a stage show. Believe it or not, I, I can't believe we're getting into this, but Friends had a little bit more of a realness than Full House and Fresh Prince. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, even though it's clearly a stage show, it didn't, like, feel like it, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it did, but less than Full House and less than Fresh Prince. Yeah, it goes, like, Friends, Fresh Prince, Full House. Yeah, if you were gonna rank those in terms of the stage. Yeah. Um, oh, but but the, the song. Uh, do you know? Because I, I looked it up. Do you know the name of the song? Or or because it's actually I think a song. It's called like you said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you got it. Now <laughs> it's called "Laid," which is appropriate for this film. Ooh. And it's by James. I'm not sure if that's a guy. By James, the James solo, the solo name of James. Yes, just James. Just James. <laughs> <laughs> and it famously has uh, a lyric that made it, it made it like banned from American radio or or like what? change in American radio, because like it's this bed is on fire with passion of love, and she only comes when she's on top. That's what they say. Top. Or he's or yeah, James apparently, says yeah. Jim, what Jimmy says. James, yeah, apparently that's what. Jimmy oh, that's says. funny. And our main character's name is Jim. Jim. Ah, maybe, maybe Jim, he wrote it. Jim. What do you not like about Jim. me? Do I not turn you on, Jim? And and the film today we're talking about is American Pie. American Pie didn't use that song either. Did they ever use that in any promo? Uh... Uh, no, and I, maybe they just wouldn't get the rights for it. And and we'll get into it. I don't think it was named after the song. Uh, it's from 1999, and the voice you're hearing, of course, is my... I, I don't like to say former partner, because there might be some other P.S. I Love Hoffman episodes, but yeah, my long-time partner and high school classmate mm-hmm. among other things yes kyle reinfried kyle you remember how to introduce yourself on this show kyle reinfried the northern valley old Japan. nice nice football style there i like it you, you were a golden knight at heart not a vegas no golden i'm not a, i'm not a vegas golden knight a old uh Tapan golden knight class O five. class of O five. long time Unfortunately, so. <laughs> I I keep saying '09 on this episode, and then I catch myself because that's like college. Yeah, it's college. Nope, high Wait, school. Oh five. Oh five. Oh. 
<laughs> it doesn't yeah. seem that long ago, and yet it was 13 years ago. So big film today, Kyle. American Pie, a seminal film. The classic teen sex comedy of its era. Kind of maybe now a dated film. I mean, we can talk about it, but it, definitely at the time, this was like the teen film. Yeah, dated in the sense of some of the hijinks, but not necessarily, I think, just the the overall comedy. If if that's if that's what I'm yeah okay like a movie like a movie like Porky's right I feel like that's dated with some similar hijinks but also possibly some of the comedy I haven't seen it in a while but American Pie is still like in our lifetime in our era that it's not and and I, Kyle I know you're a big fan of old like old jokes so I'm not saying it's necessarily dated for you. No, I mean, hey, even there's been a couple of car rides that I can specifically remember you and I cracking up to Rodney Dangerfield, which isn't, you know, today's comedy. No, 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 exactly. <laughs> but it's def- certainly dated. Like, if, if I, I, we played Rodney Dangerfield for a kid, they're yeah. probably not going to... Dr. Vinigo Bus. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's a great one. <laughs> well, so I guess today we're going to see if American Pie stands the test of time. When did you first see American Pie, Kyle, or or do you remember first seeing it, and or the films in general? What's your relationship with American Pie? I don't remember the first time seeing it. I'll say, you know, like, I saw it definitely, like, I might have seen the second one first for some reason, but that, that I mm. think, but I think it, the second one only came out, like, a year or two after it. Like, they were like, oh, let's capitalize on this money it made. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, they were like pretty. The one and two were pretty close together because I I remember. Well, I'll tell you how I got into American Pie. Well, it was just like it was one of these movies that was kind of spreading via word of mouth. Okay. And it's like you have to see this film. And I I remember, you know, in '99, what grade were we even in? Uh, spring of '99 is sixth grade. Okay, so yeah, we were like not even in high school yet. No, we're just like early middle school age. You know, the movie's out, and I remember it being at Blockbuster. And Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Perusing the aisles and just being turned on by that cover. <laughs> oh, yeah, the cover with the girls. Yeah, that one and the uh, road trip cover. It's like Breckenmeyer oh, yeah. and, uh, oh, God, why am I forgetting her? And Amy Smart. And they're like, co- they're, the map is covering. They're like, you know, you're seeing everything except for the map covering, like, their midsections. Oh, yes. It was a scandalous <laughs> thing that, you know. Part yeah. of the reason I've, like, done this podcast or wanted to, because it just, I remember being in high school and on Friday night, going to Blockbuster and seeing what movie to rent and judging a lot of them by the covers. That, yeah, you don't judge a book by a cover, but you do judge a movie by its cover. So. At the time, because, I mean, no, internet wasn't Yeah, it wasn't internet. It wasn't, it wasn't reading reviews. There wasn't, you know, all these... Yeah, like, so, so trailers weren't as accessible. I mean, you would see commercials on TV. You might see a trailer from time to time, um, but it was more like, this cover looks interesting. That girl looks pretty. I want to see this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like, it's a visual medium to begin with, but the cover mattered so much more back then, which was really funny. But I remember being so afraid to rent this. Like, it felt to oh, me yeah. like... Like a porn. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, like that you were level going of to secrecy. to rent porn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, I was afraid of the guy in the front and what he might say to me, you know? <laughs> and seeing, like, your mom's name on the Blockbuster card. 
Yeah, exactly. My mom's in the blockbuster car. That was even a fear. That was a fear of mine to rent any movie, you know? Like, yeah. oh my God, he's going to know I'm not my mom. Mind you, he's probably a kid younger than us now. Way younger. Who does not, who did not give a fuck. He took a year off before going to college, probably. He's probably <laughs> 18, 19 years old. But I was so nervous, and I was so nervous to like bring this home and my mom be like, what is this smut doing in my house? Yeah. Or I, I didn't know if she'd heard of it or not, you know? <laughs> like, like so, so maybe I could get away with it. But I remember catching this like on... I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was pay per view because you have to pay for it. But like the first run of HBO or whatever it was on. Sure. Okay. Like, oh my god! I remember seeing it on like the, uh, what do you call it? Like the menu channel. Ooh. You know, or like this was the early menu channel. So not the one that like the TV guy channel. No, just the one. The one you, the, yeah. The first one you can kind of click and see like what would play, and I'm oh, like oh American Pie is playing. It was like the summer. American Pie is playing at like what a great summer two o'clock. Movie. On a Wednesday, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I have to. And I remember writing it down and being like, I have to be sitting <laughs> in front of the TV. You know, and I would look back and see yeah. if my mom would, like, come by. And that was the first time I saw American Pie. And I, I know it was, like, together, because I saw American Pie, too, like, even weeks after. Okay. Yeah, I remember where, I, you know, watching American Pie 2 at a friend's house. But I, I, yeah, I don't remember... The 90s were a time of sequels that, like, I tended to see, like, the sequels first. Like, I saw The Spy Who Shagged Me first. Before oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, baby, yeah! Hmm, that's interesting. The 90s were a weird time. Time of exploration. <laughs> and fucking pies. So did you, did you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you like the movie the first time you saw it? I thought it was hilarious and sexy, even though I didn't know like what sexy was as a, uh, I don't know, as a thirteen-year-old, you know. <laughs> but, no, but this movie is definitely a part of our generation's sexual awakening. Yeah, it was. It was a sexual. It was sexual awakening in the sense of like, oh, I'm attracted to like these women, but it still wasn't. Like, it didn't, like, instill in me, like, oh, when I get to high school, like, I have to, like, there's going to be this journey of losing my virginity. I was very, like, obtuse to the idea of, like, losing my virginity. And this this film wasn't, like, a, you know, I feel like to some people, it was, like, a Kickstarter. For me, it was just, like, oh, those girls are they're, they're really pretty. <laughs> so, so I guess I'll ask, did you feel any pressure at all to lose your virginity in high school? I, I <laughs> it wasn't an option. Was a, <laughs> I was a walking form of contraception. Okay, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, I, I never mean... <laughs> got a traditional talk at all. I think my parents just looked at me and been like, "Ah, oh, we don't have to worry about that." Do you think it was the ponytail or the ponytail? Or... Uh, yeah, freshman year clogs and hemp chain and <laughs> uh, and going to pep rallies as we discussed on other podcasts of you and I with it or plastic lightsabers instead of the golden knights being the jedi knights oh, you had yeah. a girlfriend that's by all means i i was i was but as i i'm still called uh shallow these days i i didn't th- i didn't think i could get with the popular hot girl but that was still like that was that was who i was like a tra- that's that was who my focus was on yeah i hear you and i know you mentioned i had a girlfriend but i shouldn't have for many reasons <laughs> you know i think i <laughs> I think I got lucky. But like, no, I I know what you mean. So this film though, I had a in high school cuz I I must have seen it like maybe like 8th grade, you know, or or maybe summer going into freshman year. Sure. 
But I had a I had a very love hate relationship with this film. I I liked it at first, and then in high school I hated it. <laughs> well, yeah, I it wasn't, it wasn't film... cool to like it in high school. It was like a very no, no, no it was cool. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you know what I'm saying. But it wasn't cool to be cool. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, like... yeah. Well, no, we 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 kind of like. Well, I'll say I hated. I won't say. I won't use words. Put words in your mouth. But yeah, I like hated the cool crowd and like. Except for yeah, the, like except the popular for the girl, kids. hated the cool guys. Yeah, the popular kids liked this film and they're yeah. like, "Oh shit," you know. And I remember me and you know the, the groups of friends we hung out with. I'm thinking of one in particular. I won't say his name here, but who was a very jaded person. <laughs> and and me and him just like trashing the idea of this film. I was also, and I know you were too back then, but I was also a big nostalgia guy back then. And I thought John Hughes films were the end-all be-all of high school movies. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I watched, I, I'm, I'm definitely more jaded. These, I've gotten more jaded over the years, but back then I was just like taking in everything and pretty much, pretty much enjoying everything. I critiqued certain films like i never particularly except for like i don't know because they're silly like bad boys movies but like michael bay was never you know i didn't think he was like a blockbuster director to me was always you know steven spielberg making his forms of blockbusters not these michael bay kind of kickstarted all like the big shit that we have to deal with these days don't tell me though that you weren't into armageddon well, that's different. It's Army. <laughs> no, the we, great, greatest we, we music video ever of father and daughter <laughs> awkwardly love story weird thing going on. Nice. That that's what, yeah. No, I mean definitely an interesting era. But this film, I think, means a lot to our generation for better or worse. And trust me, there are, is a worse element. But it's definitely our generation's teen sex comedy. Every generation has one, and like. In high school, that's what it was. And think about it. Porn was not that easy to get at the time. Oh, my God. I would go on journeys. <laughs> used to like go, the dial-up porn? Like, used to like go dumpster diving in the Harrington Park Recycling. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Me, me, and, <laughs> like the, me and other kids, other oh, I shouldn't say kids, other other boys, you know, it wasn't like girls diving, <laughs> but yeah, we would go. There was a specific section just of magazines at the recycling. Oh, really? Site. That's oh, so funny. Yeah, and then there was like this, <laughs> and that's right by the like railroad tracks, and there was this one train car that was like elevated and nearby the railroad wow. track, and then it was dug what an, what like a, there was like a image. little thing dug underneath it, and that's like where like kids would go and look at like porn. Wow boxcar children like you had like your little porn like hobo village (laughs) exactly i love a good no but like like okay so this movie one gonna we keep bringing up porn because there's obviously a very sexual element to it it's the the early days of like the internet yeah i grew up like a wrestling fan um so at the time it was called the attitude era and then they used to show like they used to really objectify women a lot, okay? And they used to, like, it was a big deal to see, like, breasts. Yeah, it was you know? still the age of bimbos. That, like, created construct of people. Even Baywatch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I know they're not was, naked yeah. in Baywatch, but it's like, ooh, every woman who works here is hot, you know? Yeah, and a specific and, kind of, like, voluptuous, possibly fake in the chest area, like... Yeah, because, like, I could find naked breasts 
By the time I finished this sentence, I could see hundreds of them if I looked it up. But at the time, it's a great people world would actually... <laughs> at the time, people would actually like rent particular movies because there was a hot scene in it. Oh, now it's not yeah. like like as big of a deal, you know? Like, oh my god, tits! Did you see that, bro? Tits! Let, let me pause it. Like, but like you know, that was like the I, the idea of the time, and now it's like not that it's bad, and I know you enjoy them, Kyle, because you've said it on previous at least PSL of Hoffman podcast. But it's not as like, oh my god. No, but I'm just always nipples. hey, if I get to see any boobs, I'm excited. Uh, I, I love <laughs> I love the female figure, and boobs are fantastic, and they te- and they tend to be uh, shown off more than like butts. You know, I mean, I think I think now now people are starting to like be in fairness. Like if you watch earlier Game of Thrones season. It was all seeing the ladies. Now, like they're kind of like trying to equal the nudity. Yeah, but I'm yeah. So I mean, it's it's never gonna it's never gonna be equal, and it's not and there's not fair comparisons in like the what you show for what you don't show kind of. No, 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 no. And yeah, and we don't have to get into that, but we will get into some nudity today um, on the slumber party. So again, Kyle, thank you for slumbering it up once again. Thanks. I, I brought my Jurassic Park sleeping bag. Nice. <laughs> you'll be you'll be over the slumber party house a lot. So uh, again, I'm glad to have you back. Yeah, this is nice. This is a one on one. The other, the first slumber party was with Manzi, who's always welcome. But this always is always like, welcome. This is like a good. We never we never had a high, we never had a slumber party together in high school. I only had I only had like I think like two or three times friends like stay over. But I'm the the part of this podcast is doing high school again and doing it right. So now we're having a a nice little slumber party where we can chat about uh, movies. And if we would have had a slumber party at the time, perhaps American Pie would have been a film we would have watched. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a that's a good possibility. So American Pie, nineteen ninety nine. It was written by Adam Hers. So the title comes from a reference to the scene where Jim literally has sex with a pie. That happens here. If, if I don't you've never get it. American I, just pie. Don't, I just don't get it. <laughs> oh, you know, I want to dive into that one, and that was not a pun. I literally just want to dive into the scene. I don't want to dive into the mutilated pie. I want to fuck into this one. What? Oh. <laughs> Adam Hers, the writer, also said he, he wanted to name it American Pie because it's about losing your virginity, and according to him, losing your virginity... In high school, it's an American as apple pie. Okay. Not according to you, Kyle. Well, like a, sl- a slice of Americana. Uh, no, I mean, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. I think just over the years, even more and more, I mean, people lose their virginities at like an, at a younger age. I, I definitely wasn't up to speed with our generation. <laughs> but that's fine. I can't tell. I can't tell you the name of the person I ended up losing my virginity to. So that the and I wouldn't want you to say it on this podcast. No, but I can't. But no, but I genuinely like (laughs) no idea what her name is. But again, you peaked more in college. Not oh yeah, but you. I cut the hair and then and then women. I cut. I kept it freshman year of college. I cut it over the summer. I get back girls I would talk to like freshman year of college. All of a sudden, we're just like, oh my god, Kyle, like. What's different? You look good. I'm like, you know what's different? Just say that you, <laughs> just say that you like me better with short hair. Don't be like this, like, you know. Kyle, you have to find... I'll find one, because I think I have one, but on, on our Facebook page and on our Twitter, I'm going to post a photo of you in high school with the long hair, just so people get an idea. Oh, well, I definitely have one of me, I think, in, like, a band uniform, so that would probably be best, yeah. So, oh, great, But I always yes. wore it in a ponytail, so, like, you have to get a profile... 
If you find me the band photo, we're going to put that on our on our High School Slumber Party Twitter, our High School Slumber Party Facebook. Okay. I'm going to Instagram that I, thing. Yeah, it's like one of the first it. pictures on like Facebook, so you have to deep dive into the gallery. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find it. One of us will find it. Yeah. So Adam Hers, he originally was going to title this film East Great Falls High. He went to East Grand Rapids High. Oh, look at that. In Michigan, and he modeled it after that, so that was his original title. But that's that's a stupid title. It's too like general, you know. Yeah. And then his his working title when he submitted the script was "Untitled Teenage Sex Comedy That Can Be Made for Under Ten Million That the Most Readers Will Probably Hate, But I Think You'll Love." <laughs> and you know what, Kyle? He was technically wrong because the budget for this film is eleven million. Ooh. One million over. That's look at him. That's Hollywood, just lying. I bet. I bet they spent it on all the uh, prop pies. <laughs> There's just so many, so many, pies. so many baked goods, so many pies that were just. Well, and again, I want to dive into the scene again. Not a pun, but do you think uh, that was a one take thing or a couple um, takes? No, it had to be a couple takes. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a couple. T- the, yeah, there was. There's a couple. They they had more than one or well, two. Well, isn't there a whole? Isn't there an outtake like of him genuinely like, or in the unrated version, him like thrusting? Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. When we do our deep dive pie thing, mm-hmm. I did have that in my notes. There is an extended version apparently. There and there are two versions of the pie sex. So there's at least two pies. <laughs> so the movie was a big sleeper hit when it came out. It ended up making two hundred and thirty five million dollars from an eleven million dollar budget. Sean William Scott was only paid eight thousand dollars for this, by the way. That's my little Yeah, point. no, I mean I mean it was <laughs> the, a lot of people like were started out new. The franchise ended up making over a billion dollars. It spawned four three real sequels, you know, and then four other like Crap! Straight to DVD sequels. Yeah, like the yeah, none of I think only a few people like re reoccur. Not and not like of like the young cast. It's like Jim's dad and then the nerdy Jim's the, dad, yeah, and then the redhead nerd guy or whatever the Sherman Shermanator Shermanator, yeah. Fellas, say goodbye to Chuck Sherman the boy. I am now a man. I highly recommend you join the club. We are doing the wild thing. All night. I'm exhausted. I don't get it. I mean, how the hell did you do that? It was just my time. It was just my time. Best of luck to you boys. So the film's directed by Paul and Chris White's brothers. Are you a fan of brother directors? Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a few good ones, like the Russos and then the... Uh... Cohen. Cohen's and uh, oh, Wachowski's du- Duplass. Duplass, yeah. Would, well, would, what did you say before? The, what? I said the, the Wachowskis were brothers. Were brothers, yes. Then they were brother and sister, and now they're sister, now they're sister, sister. But still siblings. Never so knew how much to Mister. <laughs> sister, sister. I remember one time you writing a a note to like I think Wes or something in math class, and you just wrote sister's sister in the exact font that like the title card is in, <laughs> with like a flower. Wes, the, the jaded classmate that I didn't name before, but you've outed. <laughs> well, that was I, that was for something else. I wasn't saying anything. Negative yeah, but I feel him. like he doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, whatever. that was in math class <laughs> where like names were written on calculators, and Sam always had the lifesaver mints. Yeah, we should have studied more. We'd probably we probably wouldn't be doing podcasts for free. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Baker's algebra class. It doesn't matter. 
<laughs> Who needs math, right? Yeah. So, so Paul and Chris Weitz, uh, this is the only American Pie film that they were directly involved in. I mean, they're listed as producers and other ones, but I think it was more of like a, what do you call it? Like, you know when they give you a producer credit, but it's just like, oh, bro, we respect you for what you did on the first one, so here's a producer credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they both uh, directed About a Boy um, with Hugh Grant. Oh. And that was nominated for an Oscar, so they went on. They did go on to like a little bit of better things, but they've had largely an uneven career. They directed the film Little Fockers, which I believe is the third. Well, but that's a reteaming of Robert De Niro and Harvey Keitel, so kudos to them. <laughs> but Little Fockers, right? That's a third. The third film in that. Uh, yeah, because it's Meet the Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, Little Fockers. I, I don't Fuck know. Fuck me for Do knowing that. Ma- <laughs> do you think Mancy's going to do that on his third Times a Charm podcast? Eventually, but the fact that he releases them once a month and there's so many third movies. Yeah, that wouldn't be in my first run. That no, way. that wouldn't be in my <laughs> fourth run. So they're involved in that Amazon show, Mozart in the Jungle, which I think gets good reviews. Oh, yeah, that's uh, got one of your uh, Mexican favorites in it, right? Or... Yeah, favorites overall, not just Mexican, but he is a, a proud Mexican, Guy El Garcia Bernal. Yeah. New Moon, the Twilight film, Chris... Chris, the brother, directed it. Oh. So, I know that's one of your favorites. That's number one I'm such an Eclipse fan. Don't put New Moon in my... Is New Moon the second one? I have no idea. You know. <laughs> I you really know. No, it has to make sense. Twilight. Yeah, so Twilight's the first one, because that's when the sun is setting. New Moon. That's the next one. Uh-huh. And then Eclipse. The sun comes back? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and Kyle, I don't know if you knew this, but Chris... One of the co-directors, uh, Chris White, was a co-writer on Rogue One, like the Star Wars film Rogue One. Whoa, re- wait, seriously? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, right? Because doesn't Rogue One have a, like an American Pie vibe to it? Well, I remember when Saw Gerrera fucks that space pie. So. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Get the Bogola! Bogola! I knew it. I knew it was coming. The Saw Gerrera, like, space pie. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's my favorite. Is pie? Or, like, walking in. <laughs> I can see Saul Guerrero walking in. Why are you having sex with the pie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. I'm sorry. He's he's actually he's the uh, he's Jim's dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's and it's K two S O. That's fucking <laughs> having sex with the space pie. <laughs> oh man, uh, we are going off the rails here. So when this film was first screened, it was NC seventeen. And it took four four tries to get it to the an acceptable R rating. Uh, what version did you see of this most recently? Uh, the R or the unrated? R. Okay, because I saw the unrated, and honestly, there's only like a minute difference, not even in runtime. Huh. And I I read something that was like a shot by shot thing. And it's not added scenes or even extended scenes. It's just different shots. So I don't know if we've ever seen the truly NC-17. Yeah, that's what version. I was going to say. Is the unrated NC-17, un- uh, NC yeah. I don't think so. Um, one of the shots, and, and I kind of alluded to it before, or we did, is just in the, for example, in the uh, R version, Jim is having sex with the pie standing up. Yeah. Like he's putting the pie on his penis. In the unrated version, he's lying flat on the counter, Which, having sex with a pie. That and you in see, particular, you see I just don't understand the physics of. That is a shallow depth tray. You know, pies aren't. Wouldn't that hurt? Yeah, like a seven I mean, layer. I, mean, <laughs> I could fuck a seven layer cake, but a pie. 
You could and you have. <laughs> no, that is not true. That is not true. People don't spread that rumor. I mean, I don't know. It could be true. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> so if you aren't familiar with American Pie, clearly you didn't do your homework or were in a teenager in the late 90s or early 2000s. But as we always do in this podcast, I'm going to read the back of the VHS cover. So everyone like gets a sense of the film. Ready, Kyle? You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. And I, by the way, I love, I love that this is like how you do it. I think I might have said that last time, but that's like a cool idea of the summary. Yeah, I think I came up with that while we were recording last time. It wasn't anything that was like predetermined. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah, it works. So this is for the uncensored VHS. And you'll find that Ooh, out VH- in two seconds. VHS? Nice. Yes. I mean, I don't have it, but I just find pictures of them on the Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Because I, I want to get as close to the original releases as yeah. possible. Because you know when they re-release stuff, they write like a different... I loved pausing on VHS and it always like jittered a little bit. <laughs> and I'm sure you paused and rewound this one if you ever owned it or rented it. Oh, it's, yeah, burned a hole in my TV. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. go ahead, sorry. Here's the uncensored version of America's number one comedy hit. Re-edited to include the scenes that you couldn't see in theaters. Whoa. You'll never look at warm apple pie the same way again. Um... A little side note here. I've never been tempted to do what Jim did to a pie. No, and also, like, because it's <laughs> what? It's Chris Klein's character that says, and they're talking about fingering, I'm pretty sure. Uh, fingering or blowjob, it's third base, whatever, whatever you're doing. No, but he's, he's saying warm apple pie. Vaginas are like warm apple pie. Yeah, so, so Jim wants to feel it. Again, we'll do our deep but, dive. Like, it's just you're... weird that he, like, chooses to fuck it instead of finger it. I think he does He does it at the start. You know, he puts the two fingers. Yeah, and then he's just like, yeah, and then, I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> so, American Pie takes a hysterical look at the goal of four unlucky in love high school friends who make the ultimate pact lose their virginity by prom night. As they try to manipulate their ways into the hearts of some of their classmates, their plans often backfire with hilarity. Follow the, this raging hormones, sorry, Follow the raging hormones of four teenage boys and their girls as they gear up for the most important night of their lives. Dot dot dot. Prom? Question <laughs> mark. What is this? Joe Borgoff's design for our senior shirts. Got senioritis oh, with an exclamation point instead of a question. Yeah, now we're just calling out all our classmates. So, yeah, so you, you have visor Joe, wearing jerk like, off. <laughs> I don't know. He seemed like a nice guy. I know. Was, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was in charge of our senior shirts, and he thought it was funny at the time. You know, like when when you graduate, like some classes get shirts, like it says class of whatever 2005, yeah. and it, they thought it was funny at the time. Like you know, got milk, which was I think even an old joke at that time. Yes, that was like <laughs> the the, ca- the campaign of got milk had ended. You know. Oh yeah, but they thought it'd be funny to say got senioritis. And senioritis, for those of you not familiar, is when you just you start to just be lazy because you're graduating and you've already it's like supposedly gotten to college. And instead of a question mark, they accidentally wrote an explanation point. Yeah. So we had this shirt. Got senioritis. Just, yeah, got senioritis with explanation point. Even if I had that shirt, I could not fit into it, but I still wish I had it. <laughs> so what do you think of that little summary? My gripe with it is how they say unlucky in love. Yeah, um, and trying to get into the hearts. No, the pants. Well, yeah, it says trying to get into the hearts, but it says manipulate their way into the hearts. I don't want to root for characters that manipulate women. It's just, I mean, <laughs> like, uh, there's not enough what time a to time. get into, like, each character's... Mo- I mean, unless you want to, but, I mean, each character just, like, you could, like, has their own, like, 
tricks and like their own mission on how to get there but they are and it's all about like it's just like oh we'll help one another none of them like ever really help the other person that much no it's weird like that but then i mean i don't know like let's cut to like a movie like super bad that came out that was much more i don't know kind of realistic and I mean, definitely not like wholesome, but <laughs> no, but like, it's a better film. Let's the, be honest, like, it's a better yeah, film. it's just a better film. So that's yeah. a, that's a better film for. We mentioned the pact, and and the, there's four pact mates, and yeah. let's just run through this cast quickly. And Kyle, I'm gonna give you the age of each person um, in the cast, and just in your opinion, because we ask this question a lot, did they look like a uh, high schooler? Well, uh, you know what? Let's have, let's be more fun with this. I'm gonna say the actor and the name. We're gonna talk about him, and then you're just gonna tell me in your opinion if they looked like an accurate high schooler or not, and then I'll give you the age. Fair? Okay, sure. Yeah. So Jason Biggs uh, as Jim. This was definitely his breakout role. This is still the only, like not the only thing, but the thing he's most known for. He was in Orange in the New Black. Uh, he did a movie Loser. Saving Silverman um, with our main Saving Silverman, of course. Yeah. Like, he had sex with the pie, and that, to me, it reminded me of, like, remember when Ben Stiller and Somebody Might Marry, like, has, like, the semen in his hair, or he, like, rips, the, he puts the penis in his zipper. Like, th- that was a word-of-mouth scene, like, I mean, it was in the trailer, too, like, oh, my God. Like, he became famous for the guy who has sex with a pie. That's my way of saying that. Yeah, and he's not talented enough, like, Ben Stiller to, like, move past that. <laughs> uh, he's a little annoying, we'll put it that way. Yeah. We'll leave uh, it okay. That. Yeah. So did he look like a believable high schooler to you? Uh, I mean, you know, he looked like so old like back then, and now I watch him like, oh, he looks so young. But I mean, he, I'm sure he wasn't in high school, but he looks pretty damn young. So yeah, all things considered, I'd agree. Believable yes, 20, enough. Twenty-one years old. So okay, so not that far removed. Chris Klein as Oz. I mean, he had some mus- muscle definition, but his like innocence is just so. Yeah, he, he's he's such a good-looking goof. Yeah, know? I mean, between, like, Election, and then, like, I love how he ended up being a dick in that one movie, uh, Just Friends. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that. <laughs> Dusty Dinkelman, simply Dusty, is there any other? <laughs> a nice yeah, Jersey, no, Jersey I, comedy. He, I feel like at the time we thought Chris Klein was going to be a bigger actor than he ended up being. He was in that movie, like, Rollerball or something? Oh, yeah. That's not the one with the pe- the ba- wheelchair basketball, right? That's the one with like it's like I think it's like a remake and it's like a, a new sport. Yeah, some kind of yeah. I don't. He <laughs> he he had. I don't know. Something must. Uh, sometimes I feel like you know some people just don't have good agents or I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's definitely a good looking guy. Uh, so high schooler, yes or no? Ah, uh, he looked a little older. You know what? He was 20, so he wasn't that much out of it. Wow, so he was younger than Jason Biggs? Oh, okay. I think he's just like, some people, he's a, he's an athlete. I think some people just mature faster, you know? Yeah. Okay, Eddie K. Thomas played Finch. I always remember him as the the uh, Jewish guy, one of the two Jewish guys in Harold and Kumar. The other one's Bernard the Elf from the Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, like, the... That's uh, yeah. I will cover that on uh, uh, name drop foodie films. Uh, and oh yeah, no, and we'll definitely talk about foodie films at the end of this. But yes. but definitely want to talk about that. But Eddie K. Thomas, does he look like a high schooler to you? He's got a Finch. baby face. Like when I watch this, I'm like, my God, does he look young? Finch. Yeah. So yes. Yep. I mean, you'd be right. 19 years old. Yeah. Okay. So the fourth of the like packed mates mm-hmm. is Thomas Ian Nichols. Yeah, rookie of the year. Yes, he plays Kevin. Child star for sure, Rookie of the Year, Kid in King Arthur's Court. 
Um, I mean, he did some other stuff, but like, I know him from, and you know him too, from Rookie of the Year. So when he got the script, he originally thought it was porn. Oh, really? Like some, yeah, like some joke. And he put it down, and his agent's like, no, you gotta be in this movie, you have to do it. And so he's like, okay, cool. And I think he's like, I used to relate to him a lot, because as you mentioned, I had a girlfriend in high school, and he's the one with the serious girlfriend. Like, whereas, I don't think we said it, but Finch is like the suave. We know Finches, who are like too old for their body, you know? Yeah. Like old souls. But but Thomas Ian Nichols is like that guy who's in a relationship. Yeah, with like a all hot, the hot, hot young Tara Reed. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know Tara Reed's way up your alley. So it was uh Thomas is Ian Nichols Kevin High School, yes no? Yes. Yep, and you'd be right, nineteen years old. Oh, okay. So let's get into Tara Reed because he, <laughs> Yes please. <laughs> Tara Reed plays Vicky. NJ girl, so she she grew up not far from where we grew up. And she's a pussycat, so... Yes, Josie and the Pussycats, Van Wilder. We talked about her in P.S. Love Hoffman and The Big Lebowski. For The Big Lebowski, yeah. And she's more famous now to maybe the younger audience as one of the stars of the Sharknado franchise on Ah. (laughs) Um, And honestly, I think she does an awesome job in this film. Like, this is like a pretty good performance out of her. Yeah, she brings just, like, believability and... It's one of the arcs that, like, you actually care more about. For sure. So, high school, yes or no? Uh, I mean, close, but, I mean, she definitely seems a little older. Yeah, 24. Yeah, okay. Because I was just thinking, like, Big Lebowski was, like, a year or two before that, and I think. Maybe it was 99, too. I don't know. She just... Mm, I'm not sure. I think it was before it, though. She just got that great, you know, she got the smoky eyes and the raspy voice, and... <laughs> and we know you like your blondes. Yeah. With the raspy <laughs> voice, just like... And she uh, does a good job here. Yeah. Um, Allison Hannigan, she plays Michelle, the band geek girl. Ah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, she, 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 she's... I, I, I know, like, this isn't me guessing, I know she's, like, older. Yeah, 25. Yeah. Um, Shannon Elizabeth plays Nadia, the Czechoslovakian girl, she, exchange yeah. student. I'm pretty sure that country didn't exist at the time this movie was filmed, but whatever. <laughs> Famously, she gets naked, and she's in the most controversial scene of the of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did Playboy soon after, and has said she since regretted it. She felt like that fit her in the box of the girl who has to get naked, or something along those lines. Um, it, uh, high school, yes or no? I think I know the answer to this. No. Yeah, she definitely looked older, and she was. She was 26. Okay. Now, arguably, the breakout actor and character from this film, and you mentioned that he only got paid $8,000 to do this, was Sean William Scott playing Stifler. Yeah, he's the antithesis of, like, people I didn't like in high school, but man, did he, like, make me, like, crack up in this whole, like, franchise. Yeah, and he he reminds me of... He has the best comedic chops out of all of them. He reminds me of a couple, like, popular guys who would, for lack of a better word, like, slum it up with, like, guys like us, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I remember this kid from camp who, again, cross-country camp, so he couldn't have been that cool. But he was, like, definitely... He was definitely a cool dude. You know, he was definitely a popular guy at his school. And a bunch of us, you know, went to cross-country camp. Again, I'm a nerd. And (laughs) (laughs) he was, like, really big for his britches. He would, like, talk shit on people and was, like, too cool for school at cross-country camp. I remember uh, he was making fun of uh, one of our teammates, Rosen. (laughs) Yeah. And... How can I put it? Like, someone, like, mentioned it to a counselor, and they're like, we're really going to put him in this place. 
<laughs> and in the middle of the night, they like made this like flour and like Gatorade mixture, I believe, and they dumped it on him while he was sleeping. And he obviously the counselors flipped out. did that to someone that they were counselors, but they're like college age counselors. Gotcha. So they weren't like you know really old or anything. Yeah. In hindsight, they were like probably three years older than us, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they dumped it on him, and then he like flipped out, and then like one of the other counselors like. Part of the act, like, came and was like, why are you making noise? You gotta wake up at 6am and do laps, you know? And, but after that, it humbled him to a point where he was, like, our best friend the entire time. And we kind of, like, remained friends with him. And he was like, he ended up being, like, an awesome dude. But hmm. he definitely was, like, the stiffler. Because, like, they're not the coolest group. Chris Klein, you could argue, would, like, be popular. But he's got, like, such, like, a softy heart. Yeah. And he's the closest, I would say, with Sean Lee and Scott. They do, like, la- uh, stiffler, sorry. They do, like, lacrosse together. Yeah, he's that's why Stifler is like having the interactions that like he has with that group because Yeah, for sure. And I know you can relate to this, but there's so many times like the pecking order of high school is not decided really young. It's kind of decided as we grow up. I'm sure you had friends because again, we grew up in different towns until we got to high school. I'm sure you had friends who like you were closer with in middle school, but once they hit that like puberty age, started to treat you like shit because they got popular. Yeah, you know, oh, definitely. I definitely had people like that in my life. Like, and unfortunately, also shit. like, I mean, where we grew up, in particularly Harrington Park, there was like a uh, also like classism too. Unfortunately, so yeah, sometimes that happens, and when you're younger, you don't see it as much, and then like it starts to uh, filter in different ways, if that makes sense. And I feel like that's how this group was formed. A lot of people have said, oh, why would these people be friends? But I think it's, it feels like an old friendship. Yeah it's, yeah, it's just carried throughout the years, and we see that, like, they're different, but they still, like, they, they, they like goofing around. Like, it's all about, before Rookie of the Year gives his speech, and Chris <laughs> Klein is, like, they're doing the whole, like, Shaolin monk, you know, like, kung fu, joking around, like, voices and talk. You can just see that they're just, ner- he just ended up becoming a jock, and Rookie of the Year has a girlfriend, and the one guy is into, <laughs> you know, like, more, like, fucking bourbon, and, you know. I don't know. Yeah. He's older than his age, and then Jim is just a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole like thing with like he's, he's like, aroused by the Little Mermaid. So weird. <laughs> uh, so Sean William Scott was 23. So, I mean, a little older, but. Yeah. He fit better as a college student on a road trip, which was not. That was just such. I mean, this. talk about a breakout role, because right away he's just in so many movies. He's in Dude's. You know, Dude Where's My Car. Yeah, and he's he's rather similar until like. Road He's rather trip. similar in a lot of these movies, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Road Trip is just... it's. But he different. plays it great. He plays it great. Yeah. One of the best people in this film, for sure, is Eugene Levy as Jim's dad. Iconic actor. Mm-hmm. He's on Shit's Creek now, but like I know him from like the Christopher Guest films. He's, he's so good. I mean, I, I, I wonder if he... What, like, what the casting process was. Because, I mean, he, him and Jason Biggs, like, they do look similar. Oh but, yeah, like, they look like they look like father son. That's great casting. Like. Yeah, that's just great like casting in that department as far as you know the physical similarities. I'm assuming then, they had Eugene Levy first because he was obviously like a name or more of a name. Yeah, well, I mean, do you figure out your lead first and then you go like, oh, we need like some kind of comedic anchor? Like, I just don't, you know, it's just a, it's a great. I mean, he he's. I he's think the best. I think you audition a bunch of unknowns for the lead, and when you get Eugene Levy, you be, you say. Well, this guy really looks a lot like him, so he's yeah, got an upper hand. Sure, that makes sense. Um, and you know, he improvised 
a lot of his lines in this film. And that's what makes it great because his character almost feels like a Christopher Guest character. Uh, just a second. Come in, come in. Oh, Jim, you're here. Uh, I was just uh, walking by your uh, your room, and uh, and you you know I was thinking, uh, boy, it's been a long time since we've had the little father son uh, uh, chat. Oh, I I almost forgot. I uh, I uh, I bought some magazines. Do you want to just flip to the uh, center section? Well, this is the this is the uh, female form, and uh, they have uh, focused on the breasts. Uh, which are used uh, primarily to uh, feed young infants and um, and also uh, in foreplay. Right. <clears throat> this is uh, this is Hustler, and this is a much more exotic magazine. Now they have decided to focus more on the uh, pubic uh, region, right. uh, the whole groin area. Uh huh. Look at the expression on her face. You see that? See what she's doing? She's kind of looking right into your eyes, saying, Hey, big boy. Hey, how you doing? You see? Right. Shaved is a magazine I'm not too familiar with, but again, uh, if you flip to the center <clears throat> section, well, you see the detail that, uh, that they go into in this picture mm -hmm. here. It, yeah. it almost looks like a, a tropical plant or something. Underwater yeah. thing. Do you Thanks. know what a clitoris is? Oh, my God. Well, yes, I, mean, don't I know say, what oh, a clitoris oh, you do? is. Oh, yes. I see. Yes, you do. I forgot you've been there and well, back. I, I, you know I've everything. learned about you know, it in I'm sex just trying to make you know, this I really don't need you to sit here and talk to me about clitoris. This is, this is you, know know you know what? I, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have got hot there. Well, you know what I'm going to do, Jim? I'm going to just leave these books here for you to peruse at your... At your uh, leisure. Wait. It, it's just so good. I mean, it's a line from American Reunion, but they're talking about, like, vaginas or something like that. And he's like, oh, back in my day, we used to call them beavers. And he's like, I snagged a few pelts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I love, I love that line. I mean, he has so many great ones in this movie, but that one. He just has always... a great delivery, too. Those, those iconic bushy eyebrows, you know. Yeah, I honestly, and I, so I, like I said earlier, I didn't receive any kind of talks from my parents. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't need to, because like I had Jim's dad. <laughs> Fairly. This is the uh, female form. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple other people I want to mention. Natasha Leone as Jessica. Mm -hmm. um, FYI, she was 20 when she played this. And, and, and she looks like a high schooler to me, but she's so streetwise. She is my favorite character the, the entire film. Uh, Orange is the New Black, Slums of Beverly Hills. She's like, she's the most fleshed out of the women for sure. She's savvy. Even when I first saw this film, I loved her. Yeah, yeah, like she's she, great. She she plays this character really well. Like, you, she, the, I mean, there's always like the wise beyond their years character. Yeah, but she's not a phony. Like Finch is a little bit of a phony. Yeah, yeah, no, she's good. She's, I mean, but like, in just, I mean, I remember you were a uh, a big fan of Five Hundred Days of Summer when it came out. And that's like Chloe, whatever her name is, 
as like the young, oh yeah yeah I the young the sister girl, that's yeah. you know sage advice for such a young girl <laughs> like yeah it's similar and th- those characters are always entertaining and she just she does such a great job with it yeah so this is an ensemble cast that's why the casting thing is taking so long uh, Mina Savari as Heather. Uh, she's 20 in this. I think she looks it. She's Oz's love interest. She's not very fleshed out. She's just like the goody two-shoes choir girl. Yeah. And she's mo- most famously in American Beauty. Yes. Aside from this. Uh, a couple p- other people. Jennifer Coolidge as Stifler's mom. Ugh. She's so good. And that's another she Christopher, is so good. Christopher Guest. Yeah, yeah. Another Christopher Guest uh, character. Do they ever share a scene? Um not in this movie, but they finally in reunion because Jim's mom is dead. She and oh, I didn't know that. Eugene I Levy. Remember that, I guess. She and Eugene Levy get together. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. did I? Maybe I didn't see reunion. I don't know. They all blur together. That's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I love her. Legally Blonde. I think of all the little bit parts she's had throughout the years. So she was only thirty-eight when she played this, which wow, was 15, fifteen. If yeah. she was Stifler's mom, they definitely age her up. Yeah, they. They do. But she always has that kind of, like, look, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I always liked her, too, because apparently she's a good friend of Stanley Tucci. Ooh. And I would, I would, I'd love to be at a party with her and Stanley Tucci. Like he's cooking, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, people, fans of P.S. I Love Hoffman will remember I'm a big fan. Oh, they Tucci love, guy. they know how much you, and then, uh, me, me as well, but definitely you and Jenny, <laughs> Jenny O'Connell. Yes, I own his cookbooks. <laughs> you have a... Uh, uh, two other people I just want to mention quick, and not much about him. Uh, you mentioned the Shermanator before, Chuck Sherman. He's played by Chris Owen, and yeah. I don't know him for much other stuff, honestly. October Sky. October Sky, yeah, that's a good one. And you have John Cho, who's the dude who says MILF. I cannot believe a fine woman like this produced a guy like Stiff. Ooh! I took some MILF! What the hell is that? M-I-L-F. Mom, I'd like to fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah guys. Move, guys, move. guys. He was 27 when he did this. Wow. I know he was older because he was like the, he was like a lot older in Star Trek, and he was supposed to be like at least an academy student there. Yeah. And I know he was older than like the what's the, what's the guy who played Sulu originally? George Takai. Yeah, he was like a lot older than George Takai when George Takai played Sulu. So yes. But he has a good look to him. Like, he doesn't look old, old. He's a character that stayed throughout all four films, so. And I think that's as good as a place as any to end part one. Kyle Reinfried will be back next week for part two, obviously, and we'll dive a little bit deeper into this one, both the funny scenes and the controversial ones. So your homework for next week, well, watch American Pie. If you didn't watch it already, that would be pretty dumb because you listened to this entire episode, but pretty sure you did. But anyway, if you didn't, watch it again or refresh your memory. Some other assignments, and these are what I call more prerequisites for passing the class, which is like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, give us a nice review on whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, listen to and follow all the other shows on the Cage Club Podcast Network. That's cageclub.me, cageclub.me. And, uh, of course, get John Cusack to unblock us. That'd be nice. (laughs) We're going to play the song American Pie, like the Don McLean one. Not that it has anything to do with this film or anything, aside from the title. But maybe maybe this is the song that can get laid by James finally out of my head. This bed is on fire. Uh, Later, dudes. A long, long time ago I can still remember 
that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver With every paper I'd deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried When I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside The day the music died So bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry And them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye Singing, this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die Did you write the book of love and still here? It's over. Go home. Go.